This is the Got Our Back podcast, where it's all about friendship and fun. I'm Maria. I'm Carrie. And I'm Megan. And we're so stoked to have you with us. Get ready to feel humbled, empowered, and real as we dive into great advice, stories that'll make you go, whoa, and some real life. Why the did you bleep me? Girl. So let's hang out and let the good vibes roll. Welcome back to Got Her Back podcast. What episode is this? Cinco. Oh, number five. <laughs> Ladies, I feel like we need to start with prayer today. Wait, what are we doing today? Let's just, let's start with a prayer today. Okay. 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 <laughs> you going to lead the prayer? I got it. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we, we are gathered, gathered here. here today. <laughs> <laughs> to the death of this house, house and marriage. Yeah, that's right. Right? I would say it's a death. Come it's on. like a new beginning. It is a new beginning, but this house is done. I know. It makes me so sad. Oh, it doesn't make me we sad. We won't be neighbors anymore. Oh, that does make me sad. So to bring everyone up to speed, we are at Carrie's home today. We are having a funeral for her home because she's selling it in her divorce. Whoop! Uh, we're like two weeks from close. And so, you know, we just thought we'd come over here and do a little sage, you know. For the next family. All Make right. sure all the all good vibes, bad all, vibes are gone. Yeah. Remove all the bad vibes. Yeah. yeah. No bad juju. We can't have any of that. I mean, I'm out on that. <laughs> I'm out on bad juju. <laughs> I can't take y'all seriously with these. I got to take them off. We're at a funeral. <laughs> we have to be in- we're out incognito. So, guys, seriously. So I moved into this house three year, three and a half years ago. 2020. Yeah. Whenever I was filed for divorce the last time. That's right. So um, the one thing that I am like sad about is I was proud that I did it all by myself, like as a woman. So I will say that I was really proud of that. Like going through the whole process, approval, you know. It's stressful. It's but very, for you to do it by but yourself. to do it by yourself without anybody, that yeah. was what felt like a major accomplishment for me. But I will say I always knew when I bought the house it wouldn't be like a forever home. It was just like a landing spot. I knew it in my heart. I said it multiple times. I think I told you a lot. Right. Um, but... I'm excited to be done with it. It's like my last yeah. little tie. I'll tell you why this house didn't work out. Because it didn't have a bathtub. I told <laughs> you. you. I told you when you were looking at this house. I'm sorry. Your mirror didn't work because you was missing a bathtub. Oh, that's why. You don't, have a ma- you don't have a bathtub in the master bathroom. Like, who does it? I can't do that. So, uh, Megan was looking at houses with me when I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get out. So, first of all, let me back up. <laughs> Let me back up. I had to, my last time I filed for divorce before this time, we cohabitated for seven months. And I'm so sure somebody on this podcast can relate. That was like the worst thing I've ever done in my whole life. One was upstairs, one was downstairs. And you have to like act like you scoop by people, you know, in the hallway. Like you don't know them. You're like, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry. Like you just, it's very... It's real awkward. It's real life like. I, <laughs> I mean, mean talking about divorce, there's a lot of women that get, you know, go through separations, have to go through a divorce and they don't work. Mm-hmm. They have no source of income. So yeah. uh, fortunate enough for me and you Carrie, like going through separations and a divorce, you know, we were able to provide for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that is one less thing that I feel like, you know, that we have to stress about because, you know, we <clears throat> we can provide for ourselves and our kids. 
There are a lot of women that cannot. And I know that has to be very tough because feeling like you're stuck in a situation just between, you know, like for the emotions and wanting to try to keep your family together and then adding finances on top of that, that's a whole other level. Because, right, like there's so many like stay-at-home moms that are working their butt off, but they can't show that that they're yeah that they have the income and can take care of themselves. So they are stuck, right? right? Essentially. So I watched my mom do that, not in this marriage, but the marriage with my dad. And I think that was like a huge part of it. Like she just couldn't, didn't think, she didn't trust herself on her own, like to be able to fully do it on her own. So that was something I just had to rip off the Band-Aid and go for it. And that's why I was so excited when I got this house. Cause I was like, okay, I did it. But Megan came with me to look at it and I was like, okay, I think I was rushing cause I was just so over the cohabitating yeah. part that I was like, I just really wanted to get it done, yeah. you know? And it was an inventory home. It had already been built. It's so beautiful. Thank I remember you. being able to, I mean, this was not planned whatsoever, but I only live like down the street from uh-huh. you, but being able to see your house when I was driving mm-hmm. down the street, but now I can't even see your house. Yeah. There's so many, it's there's time, so much growth. It's time to go. It's time to, it's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> Get out of here. It really is. It, it's like my house was just standing here alone. By, your, by itself. Yeah. Which was like... very scary when I first moved in because I felt like I was in a fishbowl. Like there was nothing out here. It's just dark. Like stars which was nice but also scary when you're living by yourself alone yeah so three and a half years later yeah i'm out what's next what do you have i'm moving in with my boyfriend (gasps) what (laughs) (laughs) well i'm moving in with megan uh, besties until the end of the school year and i'm moving in with my boo can you move out before like we, what if we sell our house and me and my family are homeless? We're about to yeah, better come, come over. over. Hey, what's <laughs> what? No, no, don't tell me what your address is. I'll show up. Like, oh, no, we're going to edit that out. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Beep. Uh, Megan's like, the transition home. We're, yes, she is transitional housing. Because I was like, yeah. she's done it before for people. That's how she talked me into doing it this really? time. Because yeah. she kept telling me I was ginormous I was stressing (laughs) and I was just like I don't know what I'm gonna do and she was like girl come over here I told you and I thought she was kidding at first and I was like blowing her off and then she called me like several times hey do you think about it like I'm really serious like I think it would be really good for both of us to just you know have each other to lean on and like I like crawling in her bed yeah yeah. we have coffee in the morning we have coffee I can make her coffee in the morning you do make really really good coffee I was a barista in my past life I'm sure of it Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure of it we'll we'll drink to that but anyways I'm excited I'm excited about moving in with um my man but I will say, I've never moved in with somebody like that's not that's established. Like that's their territory. Mm, you know so what I mean? it's like. So I'm finding my way. So it's fun to like slowly. I've slowly been moving things and um, kind of like filling my way. Like it's even weird filling your way around someone's kitchen if yeah. you've never done it. You gotta like open all the cabinets and drawers, and you feel like 
don't but know. But I'm pretty sure G is like very. He is. He's welcoming and w- will allow you to do what women. He do. is. He's like get in there, like <laughs> get, get in get there. In there. <laughs> He's like, decorate the kids' room. He's rooms. like, do whatever. Like, he's like, so, he's amazing. So he's like, whatever, like, he wanted, which is nice. Like, I think this is something to chat about, too, that women can relate to. I'm moving into a space that he's never lived with a woman in. So I feel like that's a nice little cherry on top, yeah. right? Because if I was moving in there yeah, I'd want, mm, where be- him and, like, his ex-wife lived or something like that, I feel like that would be very different for me. But yeah. me just knowing that's been his place for the last six years, just him and his daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's just, you know, we're just, I'm, I, I, we combined our closets. <laughs> <laughs> this girl is in love. I, you know, I've been I'm struggling so with that because when I built my house, you know, I built my house, I stayed very humble. I stayed in my house before the house that I'm in now that, you know, for 10 plus years because I told myself I'm not going to build a house or buy another house until I can get everything that I want. So in my mind, when I went to the house I'm in now, it was my dream home. I, you know, got the pool, I got the media room, every little detail that I wanted, I decorated it myself. And now that I'm separated, I'm like, I've got to go and create a new dream. Yeah. Right? Like, Cause I bet you, it feels, you want to move. I'm going to have to, it feels, I mean, you've been there for years, so it's like the memories there of you right. guys yeah. together. So mm-hmm. I can understand that. And I don't feel like any good man is going to want to move into a home Absolutely. where you've lived with another man, you know? Yeah. And even if they say it doesn't bother them, it might. Right. Right. And you just don't even want that. You want a fresh start. Yeah. You want to a clean slate. Um, Ooh, so, I'm excited to see what you do. Ooh, Ooh. It's kind of scary. You want to be my neighbor? Your new house. You could be my neighbor. Oh, I could. I could come. Or you could come be my neighbor. Come and be my neighbor. Y'all, I don't know anybody where I'm. But it's just, um, I saw this video the other day, and it was like, you know, they were talking about, like, losing a parent. But this is kind of like you, you're losing a spouse. You're losing. It's grief. Yeah. Sure. So. They said, I can never be that person. You're right. You can never be that person. Mm-hmm. You have to embrace the new the you. The new person. Because that's the old you. The person that you had with someone else. This is, you will never be that person. Interesting because I feel like mine and yours has been way different. I feel like you've had to grieve your way through the divorce where I feel like I grieved through the a year prior. or two before. Yeah, because like we were kind of like not on timing for there. Like I think a lot of things were like similar, but you had already been through what I was going through. So then you were you were so helpful to help me to navigate, which was such a blessing, right? So because you had already been there, done that, got the T-shirt, and so I was like, when I would be struggling, you would be able to tell me like, Megan, this is what you need to do, or here's how you navigate that, and <clears throat> so it, gr- grief is, you know. We've talked about this, I know, in previous episodes, and I know I've talked about it. There are many stages to grief, anger being one of them, um, denial. Um, you know, when I lost my son, <clears throat> which is, like, kind of off topic, but, you know. It's grief. It's, it's grief, grief, right? But losing a marriage and losing a husband and losing what you thought was your forever, um, it's grief. And you go through the stages, and you may bounce from one and go back to another, all of the above, you know. So, it's um it's rough it's 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 not easy i don't i don't wish divorce on any family or any wife or any husband or the kids the kids you know 
they struggle. They struggle for sure. And it's been um, a process. It's been a, a, a process of learning every day I get up and, you know, put my t-shirt and brush my teeth and what can I do different today? What can I do different today than yesterday to help me to grow, to help me to be a better mom for my kids? And you not only do you grieve, it's like if they have a family, dynamics change, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not the same. And so it's rough. It's rough for all parties involved. And what I learned in co-parenting class, of all things, was that, you know, like, yeah, yeah, the court mandates it, but, you know, (laughs) it's required, but I would say it's very helpful because you learn things like there were simple things that I learned to not say to my daughter, like um, it says to not say, I'm going to miss you, to just tell her, I love you. So I've been making it, um, you know, adamant that I don't tell her I miss her whenever it's going to be like today's her day with her dad. And so I didn't tell her I'm going to miss you or when I'm on the phone now, I don't tell her that because it is something about saying you miss them that it can trigger a kid. And so you just tell them like, hey, I love you. So I actually learned quite a few things. I would recommend anybody, if you, even if you're not court ordered, to go through a co-parenting class. They have it. It's called Between Two Homes online. You can. It's like 40 bucks. It's super affordable, um, and it's really helpful. That's um, good advice. Yeah. yeah. And other things I learned were like, you know, sometimes people are at different stages in grief, right? Because sometimes, you know, like we're all different, right? So how you had already processed, like you had been processing. I would say mentally I had been preparing, you know, for one to two years, um, you know, to try to leave. Um, I had been trying. I just felt like I was like at the end of my rope. Um, and I felt like I was on the edge of a cliff. And if someone just went, ding, I was going to jump off. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that is not a good place to be in. And so I know. We would not let that happen. We'd be I in the belly, make it in, don't you? <laughs> I know. So, like, you have to understand that, like, where I am, there's also a shock factor to grief, too, right? So, like, others yeah. around me, may, you know, like, maybe I was ready, but then you're dealing with the other parties that are still in shock. And so you've got to let them and give them catch time, up. right, catch up and get through their grief. So that was eye-opening for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, you just need to sit in the quiet and sit in the good and then hope and pray that things are going to get better. I'm telling um, you what, like... That's, like, the key to it for me. Like, there's so many times where I felt like I wanted to stick it out just because, A, I'm loyal, and, B, I just thought if I ever get married, like, that's it. Just because I've seen my parents go through Mm -hmm. many marriages and divorces. They've been married multiple times. So I knew if I do this, I'm not going to, like, get a divorce was, like, something I would tell myself. But... And that's what I would kind of cling to. That's why I gave it, like, so many opportunities through, like, all the challenges that we had. Like, I kept, like, pushing through and pushing through and pushing through. But the more that I would, like, try to um, work on my relationship with God, you know, I would literally be by myself a lot of times. I was alone a lot of times. That was, like, a huge part of it, right? Like, I was by myself all the time. So I, like, clung on to that. Y'all saw all my Bible studies Mm -hmm. and that one I never showed up. Maria crashed and burned up. No, I don't know. Not just Maria. <laughs> um, it was a very, it was a lot. And um, I don't know. I just had lots of times. Actually, I sat right here a lot of times, like by my fireplace, like with my Bible and just like spending time. And then I learned like, you know, like those are the times that we grow the most when we're alone. Right. So 
And I, I mean, think that's, that's why it says God be can, still. Yeah, but that's when God says, can speak through be you. Be still, be still, be still. Mm-hmm. And the only thing it says in the Bible, what I learned what, about choosing your partner was like, the only thing it says about choosing your partner is to choose somebody you can go to war with. And I did not feel like that was my marriage. You know yeah. what I mean? I felt like I was alone. I didn't feel like I had a teammate. I felt like we were so polar opposite. Like he had an opinion. I had to, like, it was just not working. And then you throw in specific things that it says in the Bible that like, if this happens, like God is not for this, for mm-hmm. your marriage. And so I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm clinging to God, but God loves marriage. So that's what I kept telling myself, like be an advocate. I was kept telling you like, push for your marriage. I'm push for my marriage. It's because I was really diving into my relationship with yeah. God. You know what I mean? And so I felt like it would be a disappointment, like a divorce. Like I'd have to say that I had a divorce and all that things. But when you go through specific things, like God doesn't want that for you, in my opinion. Like it can be translated a million different ways. But for me, God is about happiness and love and everything. And that's not what he would want for me. I'm his daughter. So I don't think that that would be like his view on how he would want my life to be. Sitting here by myself, begging somebody to have dinner with me or have a conversation with me or, you know, not do specific things mm-hmm. to me. Like, I don't think that's what God, God wants for his daughter. Absolutely. And that's not what I wanted to mimic to my daughter. Because I remember like going to counseling and everything and her asking me like, is this something you want for Maddox? Is this something that you see for Maddox? And it was a hell no, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It was a, yeah, it's rough. It like, was, if it wasn't like a full it, body, and, yes. Yeah. Like for me, like it was a no, like no, because I emulated things that I saw, like your kids mm-hmm. are going to emulate what they see, you know, and all that. So I'm so glad you went to co-parenting classes and things like that. I tell my kids all the time, like, I'm going to miss you. And yeah. I, mean, I try to like manipulate him into make, <laughs> like missing me more than him. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm like, do you miss me more than him? No, I'm just kidding. Don't do Kinda. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that would fail your yeah. parenting That would be called a de- detractor. You would be a detractor. Oh, I'm you don't want to be a detractor. detractor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want to do that. I, I, and I'm honest, joking. Like the, I don't do that. No. I tell them have a great time and all that, yeah. but I think it. <laughs> I think it in my mind. You know, you every, your kid, you're all mm-hmm. having a son and a daughter. It's different. Right. And so I know with Taryn, I just wanted him to have a chance at two parents. Right. That's what I longed for. I didn't have, you know, because of death and, you know, circumstances, I didn't have a chance at two parents growing up. And I wanted that so bad for my son. So you're like clinging, like right. white knuckling it. Right. And so when I had my daughter, it, it's like awful. Like it's awful to say like, why didn't I have these feelings like for Taryn? Because I, you know, with a daughter, you think like, oh my goodness, like I don't want her to think that this is how, what a marriage is, you know? And so, um, but I should have wanted that for my son, you know? And it's not that I didn't, it was just was like different, right? Like I wanted Taryn to have a chance at two parents and not that I didn't want a chance for Spencer to have two parents in the home. I wanted anything for my marriage to work. I stuck it out for almost 20 years because I loved who I was with. And I, even though what, you know, the way they treated me, it doesn't change my heart. Like I've been struggling with that. Um, like, was I in love? Did I, did I love him? Did I, you know, yes, I did. I did because those circumstances I were in doesn't change how I feel about somebody. Those are my feelings to have. 
Um, yes, I loved him. Yes, I was in love with him. Yes, I thought he was my person. All of the above. But, you know, moving forward, sometimes you're just not a good fit. You're just not a good fit. And you have to sure, understand right. that, like, you know. Or God makes you realize. Right. God puts things to light, like. This isn't this for isn't you. This isn't for you. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I have something else better. And maybe for you. they just had a spot there for a while. Yeah. You know, to teach like a you something and give you your children and yeah. all right. the things. Like you could just have to appreciate like what it was when yeah. it was, right? Yeah. And I'll but never. But can I just say, what? It's so much better to be in a better relationship. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And he's such a good cook. He's oh. always like Did feeding you? me and like hanging out with me and laughing with me and like rushing yeah. like to get to me like you know what I mean like wanting to to be with affectionate, you affectionate yeah. emotionally intelligent like got my back like lo- like whatever it is like we can I feel like this is gonna sound crazy but I feel like he knows me so much more just because we conversate you know so right. much better and so much more like yeah. he already knows like so much more about me just because I feel way more comfortable did you when you were going through, you know, your your separation, did you expect yourself to bounce back? No. This so, quick? Like, because <laughs> I remember you and I were walking. Is my bounce back strong? Your bounce back is strong, <laughs> strong. and built like... I don't know. Strong. Like concrete. What's strong? Is concrete strong? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it is strong, girl. I I'm going to have to on concrete over there. The reason yeah. why I drugged my feet for so long was me doubting and fear. You know, like, will I regret? Will I miss him? Will I, will my kids be okay? Will my kids suffer? Uh, I yeah, never, I it was mainly like hope. that. Mm-hmm. Like holding on to hope, hoping and that it just somehow turn around and be yeah. okay. But knowing in my heart for years that it wouldn't, if that makes any sense. Like yeah. I knew it wouldn't, but like, I was just like too scared to try it and too scared on what it would do to my children. But I will say, I cried with you on the phone when I told you, right? Yes. When I called you. That was the last time I have cried. Like, I never once cried again. I mean, I cried when I lost my dog. Yeah. But is that bad? Well, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I cried harder. But it's a chapter that... I was just so thankful know. that my kids were gave me so much grace and that my kids felt... They were sad, of course, like Kaysen cried for a second, you know, because he was sad for, and when I would ask him, why is he crying? He would say, I'm sad for what happened to you, but it wasn't about him. Mm -hmm. And then I would notice like they were happier, they were lighter. And I think it's just an energy shift Mm -hmm. in the house because even though we didn't scream and do all that things it was the silence forever and being in separate rooms and all that that and the kids didn't know like and they never commented or brought it up but they're super smart so when that was alleviated they were just so much happier like we were in here playing games and we can do whatever you know it's just it was so much easier than what i ever envisioned which was like why did i wait so long Mm -hmm. um but it's just fear, like, because you don't know what's going to happen. But it was absolutely the right choice. And. But I think that you just, like, 
it is fear, but also like it's to be real, like my kids struggled and I'd have an older yeah. one and a younger one. So it's like total different, you know, spectrums there, 17 and three. So, you know, watching the struggles that they went through for the initial shock, because they go through initial shock factor too. It's hard to watch. It's hard to get through those moments now that we're, you know, several months down the road. And now I can see the turnaround and do see my kids thriving and, you know, I'm getting reports from school, you know, that the little one is communicating better. And my older one seems to be, you know, overall in a better mood. And I'm trying to be intentional with him. You know, um, you just figure out like what each one needs, but it is difficult to watch the struggle because they will, I mean, that they Again, are going to go, I, right. They are going to go through that struggle. Polar different experiences, yeah, right. which I'm glad we were there to lean on each other for. But um, sometimes I've sometimes I've I felt, feel so left out because y'all didn't lean on we, me. We do <laughs> lean on you. You're here listening to us complain all the time. You get to hear it. Yeah. I do love you guys, though. We just waited a few weeks before yeah. we... I mean, I, and just because we went through a separation and a divorce, Maria, doesn't mean, you know, like... No you... more couples trips! <laughs> well, it does mean Girls trips only. No, girls <laughs> Yeah, girls Girls trips only. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. a European yeah. girls trip now? Even Man. shouting about... Yeah, but it doesn't mean, I like, the trips. struggles that we went yeah, through just... leading up to that are still struggles that every couple goes through yeah. in every marriage, but right? do you know why the couples trips were so fun? Because I had y'all. Like, oh. thank God, like... Because, like, I feel like the times we had so much fun were just, like... Us together. Yeah, like, even Costa Rica and Bali. Like, like it was just... That was what it was to me. Yeah. Anyway. So, more girls' trips. More girls' trips. This house... Vegas. Vegas was a good was little fun. kickoff. I was like, are we going back? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were talking about it yesterday. I think we should make an annual I Vegas think we need trip. an annual Vegas, Vegas trip because that was... But you know, that's so funny. We think about girls in Vegas, girls trip in Vegas. You think we'd be out in the pool hanging out? No. <laughs> we, were like, we go shopping and eat and sleep. Yeah. We really did. Hey, we 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 did Usher though. Oh no, that was that was amazing. You did do Usher. I felt like I should have had a timer on you, Maria, at the bar, because you were like, I'm. It was a travel day for you because you came in. You know, you yeah. had like a responsibilities, you were a but you were you tried to be a gangster, but you kept going like, <laughs> okay, I'm sitting here, I'm waiting. But I like, like didn't go like didn't go back up to the room for like another two yeah. hours. I felt I, I was hanging in there. You were. You were hanging in there. You were hanging. You were hanging pretty good. Next. Yeah. Trip. Yeah, so this this house is gone in like a week. I can't believe it. It's gone. She gone. But this is the last thing that's holding you. That's what I'm excited for. You know, it's the last string. Not the, you know, the last attachment. Yeah, besides our children. Well, of course, besides Yeah, I mean, this is the last thing that we have like intertwined. Yeah. You know? So for new beginnings. It's new beginnings. You know, so what what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to just eating G's food every day. <laughs> and looking like, forward to staying at my house. We'll have bestie looking nights forward every to night. like bestie nights in the week and hanging out and like girls' dinners and I'm like I'm having fun. Like I've always heard about blending families and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's actually been it's a- really fun. Like to hang with like his daughter's 15, mm-hmm. so we get like you know my kids are only there every other weekend. She's there feels like more sometimes. Mm-hmm. So her and I get time to hang out and shop and do girly do things girly and, things. like, really work on our, like, connection. And then it's fun when they're all there because it's loud yeah. and they're all, like, 
you know, hanging out and like they're getting along really well and I don't know, it's just I feel like you had the long end of the stick. Like I'm serious. Like I didn't think that it would happen this fast and yet alone it's perfect. Like it was like the perfect piece of your puzzle it was and this is gonna can i say something that's gonna sound so bad sure we're keeping it real okay keeping it all the way real you know him and i dated when i was 21 so it's a rekindle so yeah yeah, so we dated when i was 21 uh we dated for just shy of 10 months Mm -hmm. so not that long but we had like the best time so they've always been like seared in my brain and I've always, like, had a little side eye yeah. on him. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> like, I would, like, yeah. creep every... Does anybody do that? Like, <laughs> can I say that? I mean, I was married I don't think for I... a long time, but <laughs> I would still, like, creep every now yeah. and then. Like, I know somebody out there does it. <laughs> Not I never... Me. I mean, Trent was, for like, my me, only real relationship. Right. So, yeah, for me, yeah, like, because nothing good. bad... Yeah. We never had an argument. Nothing bad ever happened. We just ended on, like, timing purposes mm-hmm. in our life that it wasn't, like, there was no, like, closure for yeah. me. So it was like I had a little, like. And, God was and like, I, you don't need him right now. I'm and I just feel like it later. was a timing <laughs> thing because we always got along so well. So, like, we never, you know, I never did anything wrong in my marriage. I just always had that little, like. Wonder, wonder because it was fun and like especially in the really hard times of my marriage like I would my mind would go there like what did you ever like? watch the show on Netflix called sex life and how she kept going like thinking about yes um. I did <laughs> I can totally relate <laughs> I can totally relate I had to okay. stop watching it I had to stop watching it but we have similar like our birthdays are in the same month um, Brylin and Haley are the same age, and their birthdays are in the same like week, and we we all have birthdays in that same week. So yeah. Brylin, me, G, Haley, like we all have the same. So that would be our connection point once every year or so. Like happy birthday! I hope you and Brylin had a good birthday, and I'd be like, oh, I hope you and Haley had a good birthday, and that was it. Yeah. You know, um, so I would kind of like keep it like that because I was being respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. As soon as my divorce, like, as soon as we filed, girl, I was like, hey. You slid in his DMs. I slid in his DMs. Please, Lord, don't put me on a dating app. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, when I said I was dating, don't she was like, what? I was like, like, what? You're dating? And I'm like. So I didn't want to tell her that I texted him. Uh, and so we're like. Oh, the truth comes talking out now. And she was like, she started talking about possibly starting dating. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, I got to tell you something. So I actually <laughs> texted this guy. And so I told her about it. And, I mean, there's more to that story. Yeah. But our story's kind of cool. So then I was like, do I just, am I fantasizing this? Because it was so long ago. It was 21 years ago. And you didn't think it would be So I'm like, what will it be like? So we just chatted for a little while. And then we met for lunch one day, and the lunch turned into like four hours. Yeah. And then every location, so I'd be like, um, "You've been at this place for like lunch and hour." So lunch is past. And that's dinner how time. we are when we talk. Like we just, yeah. it's like that all the time. Like we always have a funny, like, like something, like we can talk forever, which is nice because I love to talk. You know what I mean? So, well, I'm happy like, for you. Oh, thank you. I mean, I have no exes. I'd be like, I'm a no. 
I don't know. That's just yeah, my story. I and I, I, was, I was like a serial dater before my like, marriage. I was like three months, six months. I think the longest I'd been was nine months in a relationship. Was, that's yeah. why I hate Dang. to say the yeah. story because I don't want to sound like a cheater because no. I'm definitely not a cheater. You were it's already honest for in the back of my mind. Yeah. You know, it's just being honest. Like it was just somebody, no closure, back of my mind. Like wow, we got along so well. What, like, what if? Did y'all sign a backup plan when y'all like? went two separate ways when you were uh, <laughs> we did not but I think we always kind of um, knew and I if we have time I want to tell a really crazy story okay, like, ahead. come on we'll so with that we uh so him and I are friends on Facebook and we've been always been friends yeah. on Facebook um he doesn't like social media he never posts or anything like anytime I would go look there's nothing, nothing. like it's not gonna give me any info right so I'm like I'd look and be like yeah um but where I'm going with that is we were friends, right? And this is the crazy thing that trips me up in my mind. So he sent me lots of messages via Facebook Messenger for years. Mm-hmm. And I never got them. They went to, I didn't know. The other folder. I didn't know there was another folder until last year. I had a client message me like, hey, I've been trying to get a hold of you. I sent you messages. Yeah. And... I don't, one of the girls at my studio was like, well, have you looked at message requests and spam? And I was like, what? And so they're showing me how to do it and I do it and boom, like there's all these messages. Like there's songs like that we used to listen to. Like he would just send it or how are you? Or like when the tornado in um, my hometown went through and like destroyed my hometown, he like was checking on my family and stuff like that. Like they were all there. But my question is, why did it go to the spam folder if we were friends? God didn't want you to see it That's yet. That's right. And I was like, is this like a, like. It's like divine intervention. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because the other day he said. Because if y'all are friends, it wouldn't be. Right. If we're friends, I'm like, it's not like I unfollowed or like we weren't friends. Like, why did I not get these messages? I'm really ass heard about it right yeah. now. Like, I, I honestly wish- think too, like in whatever, it's probably not going to be popular, but. <laughs> I feel like if you were truly with your person and the person you were meant to be with, you would have never had those thoughts because you would have been fulfilled within your marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Maybe so, that's why I don't have those thoughts. Yeah. I, well, I yeah, because my, my past exes. You like, have no. a super happy I mean, marriage. Our marriage yeah. struggled. Our marriage yeah. struggled, you know, yeah. like deep struggled for a yeah. long, longer than I would probably want to admit. Yeah. And, um, so I just think it's so crazy because he sent me screenshots of all another day and he was like, oh, so I didn't miss, I didn't miss you. I didn't want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And they were never like crossing the line. They were just like little just touch checking. points. Yeah. And I never saw them. Until? Until like a y- year later. And I, then I was like, really like, why did these go to spam? Like, then I was like, well, I don't want to reply now. That's been years. Yeah. Like, and he would even say like, Are, am I blocked? Am I this? Yeah. Well, he wasn't blocked. Yeah. So he thought that you were just ignoring him. He did. He thought I was like ignoring him the whole time. But it's so him. cute because to like talk to him now and he'll be he'll say like, she's my person. Like she's always Aww. been my person. Like you know what I mean. Like without a shadow of a doubt, I will be with her for the rest of my life. Like those are the things that he says. And I'm I telling just, you that like, man like loves me. He loves your dirty draws. He loves. <laughs> with the, <laughs> the, 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 the everything about 
you so I don't know. I just think that's interesting. Not that I'm a cheater. Yeah. I, I, I yes. pride myself on not being a Are cheater. Are you ready to pack I, your dirty did drawers? Did I through a whole episode? You didn't bring the cuss jar? I, oh, I didn't even need it, but I'm going to bring I it up. I think I made it without saying one cuss word. I think you were, like, making it no, up. It's because it's your shades. Oh. Maybe the other shades were, like, your... I don't know. I don't know. Let's put the other shades on. Let's put the happens. other shades back oh. on. Your hater blockers on. My hater blockers. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, she that was is. fun. Yeah, I hope pack, I didn't say too let's much. Let's go pack your dirty drawers. <laughs> and send them over to... Yeah. The house over there. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our, what is this, funeral sesh? Yeah. It's all Follow about. Follow us on all socials, Got Her Back Podcast, except for Facebook. Twitter and Facebook, which is Got Her Back Show. Till next time, guys. That's a wrap.